Good morning. Welcome to Emmett Audio. Please forgive the sound. <clears throat> the road is very icy and knobbly today. There'll be parts where it's not quite so loud and annoying, but... Oh, sorry, Maisie. There's not really much I can do about it in the moment. I'm just trying not to slip. I bought a, uh, <clears throat> a shirt the other day, just from Old Navy, just, and uh, I happened to buy a large tall, which I normally I don't think of myself as being particularly tall, I'm 5'11", but that doesn't feel like it should be tall. But I bought, currently I've been buying extra larges, but I bought a large tall thinking that that would be okay because I didn't have it in extra large, this one that I wanted. <clears throat> and it arrived and I wore it yesterday for the first time. I'm actually wearing it again today because it fits me so great. Like it's, it's tighter to my body, but the arms are long enough and it made me realize that I should be buying large talls. <clears throat> at least from Old Navy. Other brands have other sizing, as we all know. <clears throat> well, I don't know if you can tell, but I don't have an extensive wardrobe because, uh, frankly, I tend to wear just a handful of things over and over again that I'm comfortable in. And so finding something like this that feels amazing and that I want to wear all the time is a real win. And I decided this morning to go back to the Old Navy website and see how many other comparable shirts I could find in that exact size, large, tall, that were kind of Henley, long-sleeve, cotton, long-sleeve shirts. Always the most problematic category in my wardrobe. <clears throat> and I ended up getting four shirts this morning. Uh, because it's Old Navy, and they're doing everything on sale right now, is like very, very reasonable. But I bring it up because in the past I would never have done that. I would have said, oh, this is so great. The next time I want a shirt, I should do this thing, right? And then what happens is then the next time, by the time I want another shirt, guess what? They don't have it in the exact size that I want, so I end up getting something that's not quite right, and then... I end up with shirts that I don't particularly like to wear because it's not quite right and I'm not, I'm sort of pining for the days that I had that amazing shirt experience. I even found today the exact same shirt that I just bought and I bought a second one. And I bring all this up because this is something I'm trying to do more of. When I find the exact thing that I, that is working for me, when I realize something like this, like, oh, you should... This is exactly what you want. I'm trying to get better at buying more of them now, both to change out my wardrobe and I can get rid of some of these shirts that I don't particularly like how they fit. Woo, that was slippery. And, and also uh, in, the, in my spoon carving business to stock up on things that I realize are, would be difficult for me to find again should the person who makes them ever decide to go out of business. And 
there's a fine line between doing this and hoarding, obviously, but uh, part of what today made me realize is that, that it doesn't actually have to be a fine line. It can be a matter of, <clears throat> I've always admired those people who found a pair of shoes they really liked and then they just went and bought a second pair and had them in backup. So that when the next pair wears out, they've got the thing that they want ready to go. And they're not caught up with the, oh, that, you know, that's all sold out for this year. Who knows when it'll be back again, right? Your needs don't always line up with what the world is, has produced. And so spending your money in part to create that, um, to take advantage of the things that you find that you actually like, that are actually the right thing, I think is something that I'm trying to embrace more. There's a friend I have, Soiree Leone, uh, on Instagram, who is a, a master of this. She, she has backups for all of her things. She has spare parts for all of her things. And it's so inspiring because, you know, she'll share a story. And I've, I've met her. Uh, she's come and stayed at our house before, and she's lovely. And so I can, I can hear her voice in my head. Uh, when she's talking about these things, but you know, she something goes wrong with her uh, piece of equipment she has, a chainsaw or something, and she's got the spare part ready to go to swap out for the new one. And I find that kind of preparedness so inspiring. I was first exposed to that idea on the sailing ships that I used to work on. Because of course, if you're crossing an ocean or even just going from port to port, who knows when you're going to encounter the right thing. And there were plenty of times that we had to make emergency trips to some marine supply store to get something that we needed that was unforeseen, but whenever possible, you tried to carry the stuff you needed with you, so that should something happen, you could fix it, you could replace it. And so I've always had a sense of that, but I'm excited to see where this idea of if you find something that you like, and it's something that's sort of seasonal, like clothing, right? Like right now, Old Navy has these clothes, but if I wait until spring and think, oh, I wish I had a new long sleeve shirt, they're not going to have these long sleeve shirts around anymore, right? So being aware of that. and then recognizing that when you find something that's really great or you have an epiphany about what could really be the right thing and then it's or what really is the right thing you know you order something and you're like wow i had no idea but this is the perfect size for me or whatever <clears throat> and you you feel the well, I don't even know where I'm going with that, but I feel like that's a skill that I lack and that I'm trying to develop. I could feel that muscle flexing and it was underdeveloped when I was buying those shirts this morning. How weird, I just bought a couple shirts, right? 
and here I am buying more, but it was, but you know what it is? It's that iterative process of you try some things, then you take the things that work and you iterate on them again. It's exactly what businesses do. It's particularly what startups do. And I know this in a business sense. And yet, um, that iterative process, I haven't been particularly great at applying that to my personal life. Right? You try a bunch of things and you see what works. I tend instead to try one thing and then it either works or doesn't work. And then I sort of lose momentum. But my mind is swirling now. What, what effect could this have on my life if... See, this is the thing. It's not... The old channel for me was the, like, buy the thing that you know is exactly right. Stockpile it. And I still think that's true. But the, this new thing that I'm thinking of is thinking about life as an iterative process where you try things and then you take the things that worked, especially the things that give you new information that you hadn't considered, and you see what makes sense going forward with them. This does not mean I'm going to go buy a whole another clutch of shirts next week. I'm done for a year or two. But where else in my life am I not necessarily thinking about this? It's now that I think on it, the times in my life that I've done this have been there have been times in my life where I've done this but not actually iterated, right? So I um, like when I tooled up to start teaching spoon carving lessons six, five years ago, six years ago I deliberately went to the local orchard supply equipment store that's down the street and bought five or six different pruning saws because I had the one that I had been using. But I thought, you know, let's try all these ones and see what's different about them. And that was super interesting and super helpful. But it didn't lead to an iterative thing because what happened was I found the one I liked and now I've stuck with that. And probably that's because in that circumstance, it was a field where it wasn't like I could say, okay, this is the type of saw I like, so now let's go explore in this direction. Like, there just wasn't that much variety. There's enough variety for me to try a large number of saws, but having found the one I really liked, it wasn't like there was a whole universe in that raindrop that I could go explore. But it does seem like certain parts of life do have that, you know? And it also depends on, like, what is the epiphany? You know, the epiphany that if I wore a different size and cut shirt that it would fit me better. That's a pretty far-ranging epiphany. There's a whole universe that I can go down that rabbit hole in. Um, and so I think it will depend from thing to thing. But... You know, probably food and exercise is another one where there's an endless rabbit hole to go down of realizing something and then chasing that and chasing that. And I think this kind of chase is what keeps us fresh and alive in life. So 
I'm excited about it. Certainly, I hope you can hear the energy that it's given me to have that realization. And, and I think it's helpful for me to be able to just see it so clearly. I don't always see it as clearly as this, so hopefully you can see it clearly too. Thank you for listening. Talk tomorrow.